Welcome to the KidZone Check It Out podcast. This month, we're reviewing some of our favorite realistic fiction books written for children. Hi, reader friends. It's Miss Molly at Forum Library. Usually, when I read fiction, I end up reaching for a fantasy book. But recently, a realistic fiction book caught my eye. The main character is a kid who likes knights and castles, so I knew I would like it. This book is called Here in the Real World by Sarah Pennypacker. It is in the junior fiction section, so geared for ages 8 to 12. And I think this is a great book for kids who already like fantasy who may be itching to try something in a different genre. In this book, our main character is an 11-year-old boy named Ware. His parents are busy working long shifts in the summer, so his mom signs him up for all-day rec camp at the community center. Ware has done that in past summers, though, and he's really dreading having to do it again. One day, he sneaks away from his classes to a vacant lot next to the community center. There's an abandoned, half-demolished church there, and it sort of reminds him of a castle. Ware is the sort of kid who likes to be in his own little world, so he's happy spending his entire day in the lot. He uses an old door to make a drawbridge, and he makes his own stained glass window out of some rubble. However, he runs into another kid who thinks the lot is her secret place. This girl's name is Jolene. She has a massive garden where she's growing her own papayas. Though they have a bit of a rocky relationship at first, Soon Ware and Jolene are helping each other on their projects, plastering the church walls so they look more like stone, making a compost pile, and creating a giant moat around the church. Ware is worried about his parents finding out that he's been skipping rec camp. But he also feels that his parents wish he was more normal, more social, and less introverted. The lot is a sanctuary where he can be himself. But Jolene and Ware know that they can't keep their special refuge forever. There's a notice up that the lot will be auctioned off in several months. And now that the lot means something to them both, Ware needs a way to save what they have spent all summer working on. I'm normally a pretty slow reader, but I sped through this book. The chapters are bite-sized, only around five pages each, so it feels like eating potato chips when you can't just eat one. This book has a great message, too, about how there are different ways of being creative. Also, Ware and Jolene's friendship reminded me a bit of Bridge to Terabithia, with their collaboration and deep connection by the end, although this book isn't as sad. If you like this book, you could also try Losers Club by Andrew Clements, which is about misfit kids joining forces, this time to create their own book club. You may also like Newbery Award winner Hello Universe, which is about unlikely friendships and kids learning what it means to be a hero. You can find these and many great realistic fiction books here at the library. We hope to see you soon, and happy reading! Hello library lovers, this is Miss Mary at the Orem Library. This month, I'm excited to tell you about an intermediate book series called Anna and Andrew by Christine Platt. Anna and Andrew are an African-American brother-sister duo from Washington, D.C. Throughout the books in this series, Anna and Andrew go on fun adventures as they learn about their history and heritage. 
Whether it's welcoming a new baby into the family, visiting Ghana with their father on a work trip, or learning about the Underground Railroad with their parents in Georgia, Anna and Andrew are taught by their parents and family to take pride in their ancestors and where they came from. Although these books focus on African-American culture, they are really for everyone. Dr. Rudine Sims Bishop, expert in multicultural children's literature, once said that books can be mirrors and they can be windows. A book can be a mirror when a child sees themselves reflected back, perhaps in the way that they look or where they came from. But books can also be windows for children, allowing them to see into other worlds. Dr. Bishop said, Children need books that will help them understand the multicultural nature of the world they live in and their place as a member of just one group, as well as their connection to all other humans. The Anna and Andrew books provide a great window and mirror for children learning about African American culture and history. I would recommend this book to any reader in second or third grade. For readalikes, check out the Jada Jones series by Kelly Starling Lyons and the Lolo series by Nikki Daly. See you at the library! Miss Rachel, and I want to tell you about a book from our junior section that will make you laugh. The book, written by Helen Rudder, is fittingly titled The Boy Who Made Everyone Laugh. It is about a boy named Billy Plimpton, and he is so funny. He loves jokes so much, he dreams of becoming a stand up comedian, telling his jokes on a stage to an attentive, appreciative audience who hang on his every word. There's just one problem he has to take care of first. Before he can stand up and tell jokes, he'll need to cure himself of his stutter. Because how can he make everyone laugh if he can't even make it through a sentence? Billy is starting a new school where only one person knows him, and he is determined to be known as Billy, the funniest boy in the school, instead of Billy, the boy who stutters. Luckily, he has a list of cures to try. But all the miracle stutter cures he tries fail one after the other. So Billy decides he'll just have to stay quiet until his stutter is gone. That's pretty hard to do when you love telling jokes as much as Billy does. And in middle school, staying quiet is not nearly as easy as it sounds. Billy finds himself having to maneuver new friendships and bullies family issues and budding new interests while juggling priorities and discovering what really defines Billy Plimpton. Is he just Billy Plimpton the boy with the stutter or is he something more? This story is told from Billy's point of view. I really enjoyed reading his internal monologues and the jokes that came so naturally to him. Helen Rudder based the character of Billy on her son who also has a stutter. She does a really good job showing the difficulties specific to stuttering, but also making Billy relatable to any kid in middle school. He's a very realistic character with a wide variety of emotions, and you can't help but cheer for him as he navigates his challenges. Even though Billy's main challenge is his stutter, the situations he finds himself in are very relatable to all kids. After all, as Billy comes to realize in the book, Everyone has challenges. Some are just more obvious than others. I would recommend this book for kids between the ages of 10 and 14. It's perfect for fans of wonder, 
Fish in a Tree, or Max Crumbly, and is a great book for kids who are encountering challenges at school or at home. So really, I recommend this book for everyone because everyone has challenges and times of self-evaluation. So come check out The Boy Who Made Everyone Laugh and grow along with Billy. See you soon. beautiful readers, it's Melissa at the Orem Public Library. I'm going to talk about the book, The Only Black Girls in Town. This is a book about Alberta, who has been the only black girl in her seaside town for many years. Laramie is Alberta's best friend, and even though they are like sisters in many ways, there are still some things Laramie can't understand about being black. When Edie moves in from New York, Alberta is excited to have another black girl in town. Together, the three girls find a box of old journals in an attic and work to figure out why they are there and the true story behind them, while also learning about each other's experiences. Alberta and Edie are very different characters and help break down many stereotypes. We follow the girls as they learn about the history of racism in the United States, along with gently touching on issues like microaggression and colorism. Written by Brandy Colbert, this book has a diverse cast of characters. Colbert does an excellent job developing her characters and helping the reader feel and understand the issues that each character is going through. Check it out in our junior fiction section. Hello, it's Miss Rita at the Orem Library. Augie isn't an ordinary kid, but he does ordinary things that all kids do. He rides a bike and eats ice cream. He doesn't look ordinary, not like the other kids he knows. He only has one eye. His mom says he's a wonder. Sometimes kids make fun of him and he knows it. That makes him sad. He uses his imagination to take him and his dog Daisy on an intergalactic adventure where he hopes that people can see that not only is he a wonder, but that we are all wonders. There is a reminder at the end of the book to look with kindness and you will always find wonder. The illustrations are created by the author R.J. Palacio and they have a simple and childlike feel to them that will appeal to young children. The illustrations are rendered in a calming palette of pastel colors. As Augie and Daisy blast off into space, the colors get deeper and richer and include electric purple, cerulean, and space blue. Read We're All Wonders to kids four through eight years of age. It's never too early to learn about kindness and this is a great picture book to introduce children to the concepts of compassion and empathy. And it will definitely brighten your day. This book is based on Palacio's best-selling novel, Wonder, for ages 8 through 12, that started the Choose Kind movement and inspired a movie with the same title. Come to the library and check it out. Thanks for joining us. Check out our favorite titles at your local library. See you next month for more reviews.